and welcome to Chick Chat, the Baby Chick podcast. I'm your host, Nina Spears, the Baby Chick, and I'm back with Mary Alice Carpenter, a midwife and team member here at Baby Chick. We're here doling out no-nonsense pregnancy and parenting advice. We've worked with hundreds of families and have condensed all that we've learned to bring you simple, practical, and immediate advice for preventing pregnancy and parenting conundrums. Pregnancy is such a beautiful time in a woman's life, but don't get me wrong, not every day of pregnancy is glamorous. We've all heard of the luxurious hair, the glowing skin, the growing belly, but there are also things that happen to a woman's body that aren't really discussed. That's why Mary Alice and I are covering all the surprising body changes a woman can experience during pregnancy. So if you're expecting and are noticing some odd changes happening to your body, you can feel some relief knowing that you're not alone. Today's episode is brought to you by our friends at EU Natural, a company who is all about empowering their customers and their health. EU Natural creates powerful blends of herbs, vitamins, and minerals, each formulated to promote the best in health. Their premium health supplements are made in the United States and meet or exceed the strict manufacturing standards set by the FDA. I love that their products are made without any extra fillers, binders, or artificial ingredients. EU Natural uses only the purest and most potent natural ingredients. They have an amazing fertility bundle that includes a bottle of conception and conception for men, so something for both partners to take, as well as a bottle of their mama, which is great for digestion and immune system support. Their prenatal bundle is also perfect for expecting moms. It includes a bottle of their glow, an all-natural prenatal vitamin, and a bottle of their mama. And their postnatal bundle includes a bottle of their nourish for lactation support and a bottle of their mama formula blend. EU Natural offers 100% full refund guarantee, so if for whatever reason you are not satisfied, you can get a full refund anytime in the first three months of purchasing a product. That's how confident they are that you are going to love their all-natural supplements. I also really love that they are a proud partner of Vitamin Angels. So when you buy one bottle, you can help a child in need. Your purchase equals one year of vitamins for a child in need. Their vitamins and supplements are also available at major retailers, including Amazon and Walmart. You gotta check them out. We're including the link in our description. Hello, everybody. Mary Alice, how are you doing? Hi, I'm doing well. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. So today's topic we're going to discuss is surprising body changes during pregnancy. Mary Alice, I feel like there are certain things that are pretty, you know, common knowledge when it comes to pregnancy, like, you know, weight gain and stretch marks and going to the bathroom every five seconds. What are some of the other common ones you've heard? Morning sickness. Fatigue. Yeah, swelling, stuff like your rings not being able to fit. Those are kind of the like pregnancy stereotypes, typical things that, you know, you see on TV of when people are pregnant and there are things about their body that are changing. Definitely. But we know working in this field, there are actually some other things going on with women's bodies during pregnancy that really aren't discussed. So that's why we thought it would be good to hop on here and really give you guys what to expect so then you're not so surprised if you're, you know, pregnant and seeing some changes happening. So, all right, Mary Alice, do you want to start off or? Start it off. Okay, let's do this. Well, one thing you might notice is that you are sweating a lot. I think that this takes a lot of people by surprise and increased sweating is really normal throughout pregnancy and the postpartum period. In your first trimester and in your third trimester are when 
it's the most common and severe. And a lot of women will start to feel really sweaty early in their pregnancy and night sweats are very common. I know that, you know, people wake up and they're like, oh, I'm in this like pool of sweat. And a lot of people also have hot flashes and postpartum people also sweat a lot. And part of that is that they're sweating out a lot of their fluids that they've been retaining throughout their pregnancy, which brings us to our next point. Yes, which is your blood volume doubles when you're pregnant. So yes, this is one of the reasons why you guys are peeing so much. Like you feel like you have to go to the bathroom every five minutes. I've always told Mary Alice she has to go to the bathroom often. I was like, whenever you get pregnant, you are going to be like constantly visiting the bathroom. She's super hydrated. Like I'm kind of jealous, but also not that jealous. So yeah, (laughs) but it's also, okay the whole blood volume doubles. So it's also the primary cause of anemia and that's the most common pregnancy complication. So a pregnant woman's body plasma volume increases up to 40% compared to pre-pregnancy and it continues to rise to 60% or even more by the end of the third trimester. So you'll likely have blood work drawn around then and around like 28 weeks and that will then check for anemia. And then back to the sweating, you know, postpartum, your body has to purge a lot of that. Your blood volume, you know, it decreases slightly from the blood that you lose during labor and delivery, but then your blood volume is going back down after you deliver the baby and you have to get rid of that water. And so people pee a lot, but they also sweat a lot at night to help, you know, your body is purging some of that. Yeah. I feel like not enough people talk about that night sweats, especially postpartum, because you'll wake up like in a pool, like you need to change your clothes. It feels Mm -hmm. like people just don't realize that night sweats, especially during postpartum is legit real. Mm -hmm. And your blood volume going up can also cause some of that lightheadedness that some people experience when they're pregnant. Yeah. Yeah. Good point. So you may also notice that your skin is changing while you're pregnant. We have all this blood circulating through your body, and it can cause your skin to look brighter. People talk about that pregnancy glow. And your body also produces a lot of hormones that cause your oil glands to work in overdrive, which can, you know, for some people leave you shiny and sometimes with acne, but with some people it leaves you nice and dewy and glowy during pregnancy. So it kind of depends on where your skin was on the oil balance scale before you got pregnant. Another thing that some women experience with a skin change is melasma or the mask of pregnancy, which causes these dark splotchy things to appear on your face, often on your forehead or your cheeks, and they're an increase in pigmentation. Almost 50% of women show some signs of this mask of pregnancy or melasma, and really wearing a good sunscreen during the day and avoiding too much sun exposure can help with that. And then after pregnancy, really sticking to a good skincare routine with vitamin C can help to fade some of those sunspots and some of that melasma. Yeah. And along with, if you're experiencing you know, if you have more oil to your skin, and again, with all of that blood circulation, you're getting even more, you know, your oil glands are increasing um, with that whole production, and you're experiencing pregnancy acne, definitely, we recommend to like then cleanse your face every morning and night to help with um, reducing that pregnancy acne and like finding a good oil free moisturizer to help with that. You should be washing your face anyway. Well, yeah, but I'm just saying, like, if you're not, then yeah, you definitely... Yeah, you may need to start. <laughs> kind of like being a teenager again. Yeah, exactly. 
Something else you might get is a yeast infection. So yeast infections during pregnancy are actually more common than any other time in a woman's life. You may be noticing an increase in the amount of like thin, white, odd-smelling discharge, and this is common and a normal symptom in pregnancy. So yeast infections occur when the normal levels of acid and yeast in the vagina are out of balance, which allows the yeast to overgrow, causing just an uncomfortable but not serious, so don't worry, but it's a condition called a yeast infection. So that can occur or, you know, it happens when there's that hormonal changes during pregnancy or if you're taking a certain antibiotic, high blood sugar, blood or semen or vaginal intercourse can really cause a yeast infection. And yeast infections are more common during pregnancy because there's just more sugar in the vaginal secretions on which the yeast can feed, causing an imbalance, which results in too much yeast. So definitely consult with your doctor or midwife if you're seeing any of these symptoms so you can receive like an accurate diagnosis and proper treatment. Yeah, you don't want to be itchy down there. No. That's no No. fun. (laughs) You're already uncomfortable. Like you don't need another thing. No. You may also notice that you have a linea nigra. The linea nigra is also known as the pregnancy line and it appears on some women's bellies during pregnancy and it's a dark line that runs from your belly button, your umbilicus, down to your pubic bone in the center of your belly. And it is never really black, even though that's what the word means and actually translates to. However, it's more of like a brownish and darker in color and it's more common and occurs more commonly on skin that is darker in pigmentation. We don't really know exactly what causes it, but it's believed to be a hormone-induced change or an imbalance of hormones that happen during pregnancy. One theory is that the melanocyte-stimulating hormone created by the placenta is the main contributing factor, and that's the hormone that's also believed to cause darkening around the nipples. Yeah. I will say before we go to the next point, the uh, linea nigra. I had one. And I, I think a common question that people ask is like, when will this go away? Like I have this and I still have it postpartum. Like will how long will this last? And I want to say that there's no perfect answer for everyone that can totally change. It depends on how dark yours was um, and how how thick of a line it was. Mine lasted for a good like nine, 10 months. It got thinner and lighter each each month, but it did go away. So if you're concerned about, you know, when, when to expect that to, to happen and, and how quickly will it go away? It does go away, but it, it just takes some time for sure. All right. Another thing you may experience are changes to your breasts. You may have already noticed this. (laughs) One of the things is growth and enlargement. Your breast tissue grows in response to higher levels of estrogen and progesterone in the first trimester. Another thing that you may notice is the tenderness and hypersensitivity. I know a lot of women realize that that is one of the first sensations that they recognize that they were pregnant. They were like, oh my gosh, my breasts are super sore and like tender and sensitive. So that is definitely something you may experience. Another thing that Mary Alice had just said is the darkening of nipples and areolas. So that's like the skin around your nipples. And that is due to the hormones at that affect the pigmentation of the skin. So they are going to get larger and darker. So don't be scared when you're like, oh my gosh, I have pancake nipples and they're super dark. They will go back to normal after after you're done having a baby. So don't worry about that. Another thing, 
darkening veins along with your breasts increasing due to that increased blood supply. And your breasts may start leaking um, with a substance called colostrum. So it might have like a a thick yellowish um, substance coming out of, uh, of your nipples, which is also common. And your nipples may be sticking out more. And again, like I said, the areola and nipples will grow larger. So you will be kind of I was a little frightened by my nipples. I'm not going to lie. I thought it was odd, but it is normal. Another thing are like small glands on the surface of the areolas called Montgomery glands may become raised bumps. So your hormones are the cause of these changes and you may experience some effects more than others. And in addition to all of this, your rib cage can can really spread the further along uh, in your pregnancy you get. So not only are your breasts increasing in size and sensitivity and everything I just listed, but also also, your rib cage will be spreading. So you may need to go up a bra size. Yeah. <laughs> you may also have digestive issues. I think we all know about morning sickness and that, you know, hormones in early pregnancy can cause nausea, but the hormone progesterone also relaxes your smooth muscles. And so it causes your digestion to slow down. And that can lead to symptoms like constipation, diarrhea, bloating, and indigestion. And even once that kind of starts to wear off, as your uterus grows, it can, it sort of displaces your guts and it can press on and even block parts of your digestive tract, making it more uncomfortable. And, you know, you may feel full longer, have more indigestion as your pregnancy progresses because of that. And I will add a lot of women say, oh my gosh, I've never been gassier in my life. That goes along with all of the digestive issues, and that is also normal. They're like, oh my gosh, I have never been so gassy. This is just embarrassing, but you know, it's part of it. Everything will go back to normal eventually, so don't don't worry. Another thing, your hair and nails growing faster and thicker. You may be noticing that. So the estrogen increases the length of the growing phase of your hair follicles, and many women report faster growing and thicker hair during pregnancy. I wish I was one of those women. I did not really feel like I experienced that, but I have really fine, thin hair. But for all of you mamas who feel like, ugh, like you're walking out of a Tresemme hair commercial, I'm super jealous, but go you. Um, but watch out if it often starts to thin around your hairline at around four to six months after the baby is born due to a drop in estrogen resulting in the dreaded postpartum hair loss, which I, since I didn't feel like I had that much hair growth, I feel like I didn't have too much hair loss, thank goodness, because I would have cried so bad. But I did have postpartum hair loss and I had like some really fun bangs growing in. So there's that, but yeah. Your ligaments and your joints relax during pregnancy as well. So the hormone relaxin allows your joints and your ligaments to relax, which makes more room in your pelvis for baby to come through. We want this. We need this during pregnancy. It makes room for the birth to happen, but it can also have some unintended side effects such as back pain and sciatica. You may also experience some back pain because the weight of your baby and the weakening of your belly muscles pulls your lower spine forward, exaggerating the curve of your spine and adding strain to your back muscles. So feeling that lower back pain and having you know, joint and ligament pain during pregnancy is actually pretty common. 
Yeah. Ligament pain. I remember that. Oof, it wasn't fun. I'm glad I didn't have the sciatic pain and back pain for sure, y'all. I mean, that's just kind of comes with, you know, especially the third trimester. So try and find like a good you know, pregnancy massage therapist, as well as maybe seeing a chiropractor or a physical therapist to really help you out. Because if you're just really, really uncomfortable, you can receive help and support to get you through this. Okay. Then the last thing that we're going to talk about is your feet can grow during pregnancy. Weird, right? Some women report their feet grow. <laughs> I know. Isn't that funny? Okay. Some women report their feet going up half or a full shoe size during pregnancy. Often this is temporary and really just due to swelling, but for some, it can be a permanent change. My mom actually went from like a size five or what was it? She was like a size four and then she went up to a six. I was like, what? That's, that's a pretty big like, difference. Yeah. That's a huge difference. And she was so sad because all of her shoes like did not fit her. She was also and- carrying twins. Yeah, that's true. We yes, should say that. Yeah. <laughs> so there's that. But yeah, so some doctors think that that permanent change may be due to increased growth hormones. And that only, I'm not saying that that happens to everyone. Um, some people experience this and some don't. I'm so grateful that I didn't because I have, I'm a, I love shoes and I would be devastated if I didn't fit in my shoes. So, I, but yeah. yes, I had a client once and her biggest fear during her pregnancy was that she was going to outgrow her very expensive shoe collection. <laughs> <laughs> she didn't. And by the end of her pregnancy, she really couldn't wear them. Her feet were super swollen, but um, postpartum, she did fit back into them. She sent me a note a few months later telling me her shoes fit again. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. 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 No, especially at the end of your pregnancy, like, oh gosh, your, your baby is putting so much weight, you know, on your pelvis and, you know, causing your, your legs and feet especially to, to swell up. And so, yeah, certain shoes are just, no, you have to have like really comfortable slide-ons or whatever to, to get through the end. Um, but yeah, but you, you may notice that your feet can grow and you know, that's, that's part of it. Some people experience that. So don't be too alarmed if that happens to you. So who knew so much was going to happen to our bodies during pregnancy besides growing a baby? As always, we like to hear your thoughts and are curious if you experience any or all of these pregnancy changes and if there's anything else that you would like to add to the list. We'd love for you to share with us on our Facebook page where we'll be posting today's episode. We'll also be answering everyone's questions in the comments. And if you haven't already, please subscribe to Chick Chat, the Baby Chick podcast, wherever you listen to podcasts. And you can also follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Pinterest at The Baby Chick. Of course, visit our website, www.baby-chick.com for more. Thank you.